Yo, yo, yo. I don't like any of that. So cut all that. <laughs> all right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Grinder. This is James Chapman. And Addison Corbin. My co-host. I was actually going to say that for you. No. Let me be a gentleman for once. I don't need Damn it. you to say my name for me, my man. <laughs> yeah. Had Father's Day. Yeah. It was great. I'm glad. Did you celebrate? Did you? Were you one of those people that celebrates Father's Day for owning a dog? Because no. as far as you know, you have no children, right? Correct. As, as, far, as, as, far, as, as far as I know, as I'm scratching my uh, head. Um, but no, I, I I did not celebrate Father's Day for having a dog, even though I feel like I should have now. You know what? Danielle and I did that before we had a child, and I look back, and it's freaking stupid. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, if you do that, like, it's too much. Now, actually, no, I think it's dumb. I think it's really dumb. Straight up just dumb. Yeah. Taking sides on this one. Yeah, I really am. It's, I don't get it. Like, why are you celebrating your dog? Like, celebrate your dog. Your dogs have birthdays? Like, that's cool, too. I don't have an issue with that. But, like, Father's Day and Mother's Day, because you got a dog? Come on, man. I'm not better than you because I have a child. I just realize how stupid it is to celebrate (laughs) your dog on, or you as a person on Mother's Day and Father's Day because you do have a dog. Or a cat, whatever. On Father's Day, I took my dad and my brother and my mom and my brother's girlfriend to an axe-throwing place. And we threw axes for about 90 minutes, and it was a hell of a time. That sounds awesome. It was. It was very awesome. I mean, do you, like, compete to win? Um, yeah, so they have a few different games. It's You can play 21 just like blackjack, and if you go over 21, you have to re-go. There's another one that was timber, so it's like playing horse, basketball. Oh. And then they had another one that was tic-tac-toe. It was actually pretty cool, man. It was, it was a good time. So it was a, it was a real tic, like a tic-tac-toe board where you're throwing axes? Well, or? so like they have just like a normal circle target. Uh-huh. You, know, you have inside going outside. Right. And so inside, of course, is six points, and then it goes, it feathers out. So... There's a tic-tac-toe board that has um, numbers on it, you know, one through six. And then so how it goes is, like, you have to hit a one. The one's in the top left corner, three's in the middle, and then a six is at the bottom right. Got it. Right. So, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we did, and it was, it was definitely a good time. I enjoyed it. Did you beat their ass? Actually, I did pretty damn good. I was very surprised at my axe-throwing abilities. Maybe a tomahawk. Is it a tomahawk or an axe? Don't you throw a tomahawk? I mean, I, I would think you could throw any of them. Yeah. But, I mean, were you throwing, was it like a full-size axe or like a, a mid-size axe? Or were you throwing like hatchets? They had all three. Mm. Yeah. You going to grow a beard now? I was thinking about it. You going to start wearing flannel? Um, you know, it's funny. I actually put flannel on to go, and <laughs> yes. I changed. I changed. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's, that's probably a little bit too much. So I what, was it too much? Because it's like 90-something degrees outside? You'd be correct. Man. I mean, this heat is insane right now. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's really cool. I want to try that now. Yeah. You definitely should. There's a few places actually in Atlanta. Um, one we went to was Lucky Axe Throwing. And um, that's not a plug. I'm just saying they're in Atlanta. And Would you recommend that place? Yeah, it was cool. Um, I think there's a couple other ones, and I think they even have one where you can 
drink beer and throw axes versus drinking beer and throwing darts. I'll have to confirm on that, but interesting. Yeah, that's very, that's definitely different. Oh yeah, that would make a freaking did, killer. Did your dad have like a blast with that? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He seemed he like was, he would. He was definitely having fun. It took him a minute to get the axe on the on the board, but as soon as he figured it out, my dad's ambidextrous, so he started throwing with his left hand. Bullseye every time. Really, I didn't know he's ambidextrous. Yep. Huh. Cool little note. We did the standard, you know, little swimming, little barbecuing, Father's Day deal. It's a good time. It was nice. You can't beat a good quality family time. So, what are we getting into today, man? Man. Um, there's a couple different things. We've had a few people request some stuff on the Facebook. We've had a few emails. And so, I think... You know, you had somebody that you spoke to about it, and they wanted to talk about relationships. Oh, they brought up a good point. We just got into a conversation about it. Um, Millennial. Millennial Millennial-based, and I'm a millennial, uh, even though I'm 34. So I guess I'm on, like, the front end of being a millennial. I'm the better version of a millennial (laughs) is the way I look at it. Whatever. All right. So, uh, but, you know, they were just kind of talking about I don't know, number one is millennials. I don't know if the whole thing about millennials is true. About, like, they don't work as hard, that kind of stuff. I know a lot of millennials that, that bust their ass. Yeah. I, I don't think it helps, though, when all you talk about is, like, there's this much of a focal point. I think at the end of the day, it makes millennials feel more important. Yeah. Like, you're special. Yeah. And you're not special. <laughs> I'm not special. No. I don't think I am. No. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a big believer. So coming back to the relationship thing, I'll get off on another tangent about millennials if I if I continue this. Number one, if if most of them are lazy, and you're a millennial and you're not, you should be like so happy. Yeah. Because guess what? You can run circles around them and smoke them. Like, yeah. go after it. Yeah. Uh, but they were just talking about relationships. You know, the feel, need to feel. You know, hey and getting into their 30s and feel like the pressure of being married or having having kids and I don't know man it, it's tough for me to say on that like I I got married at 23 uh I don't know how old I was when I had a child 28 28 when my daughter was born maybe 29 I can't I don't know wow yeah, how old 28 28 I was 28 okay I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I know you're in a relationship, but you're not married. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Like, do you feel pressure to be married? From my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, yeah. Do you think she feels pressure to be married? Yeah. Yeah. And she's probably not going to be happy I'm saying this. But it's one of those things that I feel like society in general, and even if you look at uh, religion, you know, everything is meant to be married, done, have kids, and get your life going. And but once that happens, I mean, you have to understand that there's once you have a kid, there's not that much traveling you're going to be able to do while you know during while they're growing up. Um, you know they're going to have school, they're going to have all these things. You might have spare you know summers, but I don't think it's going to be you know as intensive or as. Um, uh, well, I will say, I, I mean, I kind of disagree with you on, on some of that because like now my daughter's getting older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Last year, my wife and I took a vacation to San Francisco just to us. Probably one of the funnest vacations I've ever been on. One reason was because it was just her and I, mm-hmm. and we hadn't had 
we haven't done a trip together and just turn on in a long time. Second part was probably the other half was it was San Francisco and it was just cool as hell to me. Right. Um, but I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. I mean, watching your kid go on vacation, just having a blast and doing a lot of stuff they normally don't get to do, and they get to experience you know the ocean for the first time or whatever the case may be. But so I, I, I guess l- l- let's let's back up a little bit to career. I think we live in the age now. Millennials just grown up in the age of very casual dating. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, if you look at Tinder, you look at you know. At when when we were as we were growing up, you had Facebook come out. You had all these communication ways that other people didn't have. So yeah, yeah. casual dating is you know it's a lot easier to do it now. Versus, the percentage of it is probably much right. much higher. Right. So I think you know, but that that even in, falls into like you were saying career. That falls into how you interact with other people. Uh, not just the spouse or you know someone you're in a relationship with. I mean, it goes into so many other different categories because of where we were growing up, how we were growing up, and the things that came out as we were growing up. So I'm not saying this is the case, but do you think relationships go through those iterations of like casually dating to seriously dating? to from serious dating to marriage and then after so long in marriage to having kids because it's it's like not it's no different than anything else it's like how you there has to be a way that you're progressing or it's getting stale kind of like i mean your career or anything else i mean if there's no upward momentum you think that's true uh yes and no only for the reason of i feel like (laughs) <laughs> I'm Am not, I putting you on the spot here? You are because I'm, 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 I'm living in this situation currently, mm-hmm. and you know I'm perfectly happy with that. You know I could see us being together long term. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not in the book to rush things, man. Well, you're a laid back guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know we're living together currently. Things are great. Mm-hmm. We're already seeing each other on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're like paying bills together. I mean, you're you're committed yeah. to a household. No, I'm with you. I mean, that's number one. That's a big commitment. Yeah. And uh, but see, that's where I focus. I'm like, are you happy? Well, if you're happy, like, why why mess with anything? That's my whole thing, man. Or people, I've seen people, and I'm talking about, I've seen people get married, get married where they knew they knew that it was no way in hell something they should have been doing and they did it just because of like well I can't back away now or this is what I'm supposed to do or like this is part of life this is the next iteration and then either they're divorced or they're miserable worse than being divorced is that they're just miserable uh, I'm like at the end of the day I just, like, and I, I just want to be happy yeah and you want to be happy with the people that you're around like and that goes through phases. I mean, marriages go definitely go through seasons too. So, um, but it's like, man, I, I just want to be happy, not selfish, happy. Yeah. Either want to be happy to walk in the door or happy to stay late at work. Like, you know, yeah. work late. What, whatever. I mean, whatever your situation may be. But um, I, I, th- I think millennials have really, though, grown up. For most millennials, have grown up in the life of casual dating. Easy access to casual dating, and sometimes instead of the next iteration, you know, or the next step, it's the next iteration with a new person. Right. 
Because, well, you also have to look at, like, the, the human brain goes through a lot of stuff in the beginning of a relationship. A lot of that has to do with, like, oxytocin, and that's, like, the cuddle bug, you know? Mm. That's, how, that's why you feel like you're on cocaine, like, the mm. first six months of a relationship. And then after that, I mean, you start realizing, like, not, you know, excitement's not always going to be there 24-7. Right. And then so you start running into what a normal, normal relationship is. And I think a lot of that scares people, and it makes it even confuses people, because they're like, "Holy shit, I have to be, you know, a hundred percent with this person." That also falls into vulnerability, being vulnerable with the person that you're with. Man, you are going deep with this. I like it. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Um, I think everybody needs to chill though a little bit. Like, I think it's like like anything else. Either you see it as worth putting in worth putting in the work, yeah, and getting through some of the bumps, which I will say will always be there. Yeah, I believe they'll always be. You know, I mean, I've been married for a decade now, and I mean, I think they'll always be there. And you know, it's just a little different. It's like anything else in life. There's different challenges that come along. What used to be hard is not hard anymore. That stuff got easy, but now there's new challenges. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's either worth putting in the work, but I, I don't go back and think like, oh, well, you haven't committed, so you know, you just got to learn to deal with bad stuff. Like, I, I'm not saying that. I think at the end of the day, you need to be happy. Yeah, and I think if you're happy, um, you know, the next stages will come as they come. You know, it's, it's natural progression, just like in, you know, as long as you're putting in the work and you're putting in the time then things will happen. There's no need to rush things. I think I'm probably fortunate that I missed, I'm just speaking for personally for myself, mm-hmm. I probably missed a good bit of the real casual dating with just the access to casual dating that yeah. it was. I mean, I I don't know if that would have been very good for me. <laughs> I mean that in the sense that, like, I don't know why you're laughing, actually. I don't even know why I'm laughing. I mean that in the sense that, like, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm big on habit. Like, yeah. I, I like a lot of structure, you know? Oh, I can and, tell. And I wake up at the same time pretty much every day. I eat pretty much the same breakfast every day. You know what I mean? Like, all this schedule, how I go through, I mean, my routine on a lot of stuff. So, yeah. I don't know if it'd be healthy for me. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, I think everybody... I think I would have ended up being... Like, I think I would have ended up being alone because I think I would have gotten so much of a habit of certain things being a certain way. Yeah. I think you just, like, everybody needs to work towards being happier. Not the status quo uh, of what they think everybody else around them is. I mean, like, really work to be happier. I mean, if, if I'm, like, in a bad spot for a day or two, which happens, man. I mean, I'm human. It happens to me just like it does to anybody else. I try to really step back and just go like, all right, why, why am I why am I in a pissy mood? Mm-hmm. What what's going on? What's what's messing me up right now? Is it me? More than likely, it is probably going to be me to a certain extent. It usually is. Or I'm going to be like, no, that's that's a messed up situation. I'm not at fault on that. How I'm reacting though, I can change this a little bit. I can change A and B, right? And then I just try to get back in and get back to being happy. I, I think that's what people just got to work to do. I mean, because. Realizing there's an issue or that maybe you're not happy in a situation, like that's not the end of it. 
that's just a that's a diagnosis. It's like if you went to your doctor and he's like, eh, yeah, you got this disease, and then he just says sign here and you leave. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to know there was a way to fix it? I 100%. mean, maybe maybe you need to just take a moment and say, okay, all right, I've, I've diagnosed the issue. Mm-hmm. Here's what I need to do about it. Yeah. Like, hey, this person I'm with is a freaking prick, and I don't care anymore. Like, I'm miserable. Do something about it. Yeah. And then, I mean, there are some cases where relationships are just sandpaper on the ass. And, you know, you have to take into consideration that, you know, if you're not happy with somebody and it doesn't matter, you know, how long you've been together, what's going on in the relationship, if you're not happy, you have to think about that. I mean, that it comes down to point blank at the end of the day, who really matters in your life? You, you, and you. If you're staying with someone just because you spent, you know, 21 years together, that doesn't make sense. And I can actually say this is like, you know, you, you run into it. There's so many people that, that stay together just because of time or because we have so much in common. Yet when you get home and all you're doing is throwing fists at each other, you know, not literally, but or literally. I mean, there's some people yeah, that, yeah, probably that, so, that, that yeah. go at it, but... You know, you have to understand that there's a much better place to be at, whether it's by yourself or it's with another person. And, you know, take into consideration that sometimes things just aren't meant to be. I will say, though, man, if you've been together, you put some years together or any amount of time together, <clears throat> you need to evaluate, though, like, are you being, are you being, a, are you bitching out? Because mm-hmm. that happens a lot. Yeah. Probably just as much as the other way. I mean, if you want something, like, is it worth it? If you don't want it, then it's not worth it. Yeah. You know? Um, it's like, I mean, you just, just take some action. I guess that's my point. Well, and by taking action, it's very simple just to write down a pros and cons sheet and figure out what's going on in the relationship. I mean, I do that with business. Okay, pros, cons, am I making money here? No. Okay. Do I like doing this part of it? No. You know, okay, well, maybe I need to pull that shit out. Yeah. Maybe I need to implement something different on the sales sheet. Yeah. You know? I will also say, last thing, kind of going back to millennials, you know, just talking about being such a, you know, it's so, being so much larger for a casual. I mean, millennials, I think, are, you know, everybody talks about, ah, the headphones or whatever, always focused on their phones. But I think millennials really are probably some of the most, the most social generation. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Uh, yeah, I guess which way you look at it. I still, I think they're the most social. I like, I mean, they, it may be a lot more through a phone, but it's still communicating. Yeah. I mean, and if you, if you look at it, you know. Does so, it piss me off when somebody who's 20 something can't like shake my hand and look me in the eye like a normal human being? Yes. Yeah. See, and that, that, that even pisses me off. We are seeing, we are seeing a change in that, I think. But that's also the change. Pro- let's, let's prove it. All right. Have you ever been in the same room with a person and they pissed off and they're pissed off at you, and then as soon as y'all you leave from each other, you have a text message argument? Yes. Like why? So it's definitely changed. Yes. That's the dumbest, and that's it's, the dumbest thing I've ever. And it really is. Seen. And you know, there's so many things that that have changed and that that are different from, from old times, but, you know, I think that is also a touch on, you know, 
masculinity in, in general, if you look at, you know, males now, there's some males that, that are, you know, considered alpha or whatever, and there's other people that just kind of just walk through life. I don't really know where I was going to take that, to be honest with you, but... So you don't have all the answers today? I don't, man. man I was hoping you were going to solve it for everybody. Man, I wish I could. <clears throat> I, um, I just think, at the end of the day, if you focus on being happy... And if you've made a commitment, but then you won't back that commitment up with solid communication, then you're not doing your part. Yeah. And I think that's it. If you make a commitment, try your best to honor it. But if wherever it's at, you always just got to communicate through the process. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, look, man, I'll, I'll throw it out there. If you're working hard and you're happy, the world's different. I, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. No. As long as you are putting in the work and you are doing your due diligence and you are pushing for more, people will pick up on that, whether you're a millennial or you're you know, 10 years old. I mean, that all integrates. Hard work is hard work, yeah. point blank. And, you know, focus on that. Also, relationships are a two-way street, so take a look at yourself. A long, hard look in the mirror before you go in. Well, when they say there's three sides? Three sides to a story. Yeah. Each person's side, mm-hmm. and then, then the truth. Yeah, but I think if you're, uh, you know, millennials out there, number one, let's just remember we're nothing special. We're like anybody else. You should get no special treatment. No, you're not some special generation. You're also not the crappy generation, like a lot of people try to paint us out to be. Um, and you know what? If there is a lot of lazy ones out there. I mean, there's anything, you know. It's just like when I was in the military, people would talk about, oh, yeah, like, like those really crappy soldiers. <laughs> it's the truth, man. Yeah. Like, that, that, may, that may seem odd to some people. They may not like that. But it's the truth. Those horrible ones. Yeah. Horrible. Like, they were not good people. I mean, they were just lazy, crappy, would look out for nobody but themselves. You know? It's like you see the thing sometime on cops on TV. Like, there's crappy cops out there. There's crappy teachers. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee right now on the paper somewhere and some podunk town, you know, there's like a, a freaking hot teacher that uh, just got caught hooking up with her middle school student. It blows my mind. Like, I don't even get what this world's going to with that stuff. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's crappy yeah. ones in every profession. Yeah. Is there crappy real estate agents? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, there is no such thing as a crappy insurance agent. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and vouch for that. As long as you're working with Chapman. Uh, but yeah, man, it's... Everything is so relative, man. It's all how you perceive it, I guess. But if there is a lot of crappy millennials out there and you're not one of them, good. congratulations. Good. Good. Get after it because yeah. there's a good chance you're going to get ahead. No, there's not a good chance. There's a 100% chance you're going to get ahead. I like it. All right. Hey, where can everybody find you? As always, you can find me on Addison the Real Estate Guy on IG and the Facebook Grinder page is. The Daily Grinders. IG is uh, JD Chapman 84. Uh, you can also you can go to the website. Find me on Facebook. That's ChapmanInsuranceGRP.com. Boom.